Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Most surprising thing to happen in college football in the past week. Michigan beating Ohio State. Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma. Notre Dame losing Brian Kelly to LSU. I'm going to say it's Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame. I thought this was a Michigan team that could beat Ohio State the way they played, so I wasn't surprised. I was surprised that they beat them up the way they did. Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma, not surprised. Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame, very surprised. At the age of 60, and they paid him a lot of money. He had accomplished everything that he probably thought he could accomplish at Notre Dame and thought, hey, why not? 60 years of age, you're going to pay me that kind of money for 10 years? Sure. I'm all in, ready to go. Come on in, stay a while, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. So we got an opening at Notre Dame. Don't have any insight yet on that. Uh, Have reached out to a couple people just to get an idea of who could be that person to come in. Is it Luke Fickle at Cincinnati? Brian Kelly was at Cincinnati before he took the Notre Dame job. Luke Fickle is a Midwest guy. Does he want to leave and go to Notre Dame? And if so, when do you have to leave your program? That's the other part of this that's unfair. 
I mean, imagine if you're Cincinnati in the final four and Luke Fickle gets the opportunity of a lifetime and he's going to have to leave before you'd play in a final four game. Going to happen. Recruiting. If Notre Dame hires Luke Fickle, they want him there now. They need him to recruit now. Brian Kelly, his Twitter page, everything is about LSU. It's been scrubbed of Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't have a game. They don't play this weekend. They're waiting to find out who they're going to play in a bowl game. These other coaches, they got games. You may have a conference title game. Recruiting is really important now. One of Notre Dame's recruiters was out in a recruit's home last night, walked out, found out he may not have a job because Brian Kelly left to go to LSU. Luke Fickle may have that tough decision to make. Do I stay to see this through, coach in a Final Four, or do I leave if the Notre Dame job is there? There's also the Oklahoma job to a lesser degree. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned Cliff Kingsbury was a name that I was told to keep an eye on of an NFL coach who might go back to college. Might. Or use a job opening for leverage, which is probably what's going to happen. But the Arizona head coach was asked about the Oklahoma opening yesterday. Or yesterday saying that Oklahoma was interested in you for the head coaching job. I wonder if you had a reaction to that and if you have mutual interest in that job. Yeah, I, I don't get into those things. Um, my sole focus the last couple weeks has been Chicago Bears. And after watching on Thanksgiving, uh, it needs to be because they're a really good football team and um, had a big win. And so that's where my focus has been. Okay, good question. Good shakeoff by Cliff Kingsbury, a former quarterback escaping the pocket there. And then he was asked this question. Yeah, Cliff, um, why not just say I, I have no interest in the Oklahoma job? Yeah, I, I just, like I said, I, we're in season. We're at 9-2. and two. Um, Just not a topic I want to touch on right now. Okay, this is just semantics here. If he says, I have no interest in taking the Oklahoma job, and then he takes the Oklahoma job, then we're going to do what we did to Nick Saban when he said, I'm not taking the Alabama job, and then he took the Alabama job. Or the agent can't use this. Like, you, he, he left it open. He was vague enough to continue the game because this is what's going to happen. I believe Cliff Kingsbury is going to be up there for coach of the year. He's going to want to be paid in accordance to everybody else at that level. He's proven he's more than just a failed college coach, which he was at Texas tech. And you want to get that potential payday at Oklahoma to then say to Arizona, what do you want to pay me? That's what I think is going to happen here. What I think Cliff Kingsbury would want to leave Arizona to go to Oklahoma? No. Like, you're playing well. You got good quarterback. You got a good team. Got a chance to win the division. Got a chance for home field advantage. Like, there's a lot of things going on here. Unless he views himself as a college coach and you're going into the SEC. If you said it was standalone, then I would say, okay, Oklahoma is a lot more attractive. Going into the SEC, that wouldn't attract me. And I do think, and I've said this yesterday and I repeat it today, that Lincoln Riley didn't want to go to the SEC. 
And Barry Trammell, the columnist for the Oklahoman, said it yesterday. If Oklahoma didn't go to the SEC, Lincoln Riley would probably still be at OU. That's why I think he went to USC. Hey, I can get this and I can coach in the Pac-12? Why not? Here's Lincoln Riley yesterday at his introductory press conference. I can promise you that you're going to get the best out of myself. You're going to get the best out of our staff, out of our players. We're going to put something on that field that you're proud of. And I agree, Chairman Caruso, this place is going to be full. This is going to be the mecca of, of college football. Okay. Not sure it needed a round of applause there, but okay. Right. This place is going to be full. Yeah. 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 Let's get him back. Yeah. Uh. Scott Van Pelt had Lincoln Riley on last night on SportsCenter. When did this opportunity present itself to you, Lincoln, in a way that it was real enough that you really had to ponder what you were going to do? Yeah, very early Sunday morning, uh, USC engaged with some interest and wanted to have a conversation. And honestly, Scott, that's the first conversation at any point in my time at Oklahoma that I'd ever had with uh, with another football team. But I think just the the, the history, the tradition, uh, the, the excitement of the new opportunity was enough that we wanted to have that conversation, and, and it moved quickly. Okay. Do I think it's his first conversation? Yeah. His agent's first conversation? No. Van Peasy pushed him a little bit, though. Yeah. He was like, uh, wait a minute here. Really? Well, well, you know, in second thought, maybe it was on Saturday. Well, wait, you had a game on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, this is semantics here. And and this is the game you got to play. You got to be really good when you go to the press conference. And you got to kind of shake it off. And then unless you go Mike Tomlin, unless you just say, this is ridiculous. I am not leaving. Not interested. None of that. Scorched earth. Yes, Don. Would it be unfair, unfair or inappropriate to ask him? I know it's the introductory press conference and it's all rah-rah and you want to get on his good side if you're covering USC, to ask him how much of it is it running to USC as far as running away from the SEC, just to see what he would say to it. You can ask it. I mean, good luck. If you, if you say, uh, you know, how much of the challenge of moving, or, you know, the, the hurdle of moving to the SEC or whatever, how you ever want to... Uh, phrase that, you could probably get him to say, look, I didn't want to go to the SEC. I liked where we were in the Big 12. I don't think he's going to say, man, I was scared of the SEC. That's why I'm going to USC. That ain't happening. I mean, you could ask him, and you might do it just to get him to say something that headline worthy, but I, I don't think that's happening. And, and look, I don't know that. I'm just saying that I don't – it felt like he didn't want to go to the SEC. But you also have to want to go to USC. And I think it was just the combination of both of those. It made sense for him at this time. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, if Lincoln Riley were asked that question about the SEC, he would shake it off and say, I look forward to facing them in the national title game. I can't wait to play an SEC school to win USC as the national title game. You just spin those around. He would never admit it. Coaching hires in college football are unpredictable. Winning the press conference is one thing, but it's really about getting recruits. And now that Lincoln Riley has left Oklahoma for USC, Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame for LSU, other schools are now scrambling because Oklahoma and Notre Dame are open. So their coach 
one of the, these schools, their coach is going to take the Notre Dame job and somebody else is going to take the Oklahoma job. And then somebody's going to take their jobs at their respective schools. You don't want to be left out. Musical chairs, that's what this is about. Music stops and you have a seat to sit on. And the money that these coaches are getting is bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And the value of a winning program is worth it. Whatever Nick Saban's getting at Alabama, he's underpaid. But sometimes you go, hey, here's 10 years. It's way too long. But that's how you got Brian Kelly. Here's, like I look at Max Scherzer's deal. It's three years. Okay, three years at over $40 million. But it's only three years. I thought he wanted five. He got three, and he he's going to get paid. But I don't want to give you 10 years. But this is what the Raiders had to do to get John Gruden. 10 years. Pujols went to the Angels. 10 years. Long time. And that coach, I know there's buyouts, but now what happens? Who's going to take the Oklahoma job? And then what opening is going to be left there? Who's taking the Notre Dame job? Could Luke Fickle leave Cincinnati in the next 24 to 48 hours? Let's just say he's the leading candidate at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to hire you. Recruiting, they don't want to wait. Hey, LSU just got Brian Kelly. Why can't we get you from Cincinnati if it's Luke Fickle? You're going to want him now. Can you leave a team that's in the Final Four and has the conference championship game coming up this weekend against Houston? But this is this is the game that's played in college football. Yeah, McLeod. Not that you would have an answer, but do you think Luke Fickle would still coach the Cincinnati Bearcats? I don't. I don't I, if I'm Notre Dame, we hire you, come on in. Because you got to hit the recruiting trail now. You're going to be in a bowl game, Notre Dame. No, If one team slips up, Notre Dame slips in. And I'm rooting for that now because Brian Kelly left to go to LSU. <laughs> like, okay. And now you go and you're playing for a championship. Something that he probably thinks he has a better chance at LSU of winning a championship. And imagine if one of these teams, if Alabama loses... Notre Dame may get in. And I'm rooting for chaos. I am. Hell yes. Yes, he. I just love how awkward today got for Luke Fickle when he did nothing. He just like, it's just winning games and doing well. And like, hey, coach, how you doing? Anything new? Well, What's, your meeting's still on at uh, 1030, coach? Or? He's getting those questions. <laughs> gonna, there's a lot of coaches who are going to get questions today, certainly about Notre Dame. And here's the other thing. There's going to be a lot of conversation in compensation for college coaches and how much they get paid. Mel Tucker, who's done nothing at Michigan State, got paid. And I thought, okay, here's the dominoes. Because everybody's going to look around and go, wait, he's been there two years. He's 16 and 13 or something. Jim Harbaugh might get a raise. I mean, I don't think anything is out of the question anymore. So when Mike Florio puts it out on Pro Football Talk, hey, Urban Meyer, Notre Dame, question mark? 
I can't sit there and go, no, because it, these things happen. Would you leave Jacksonville for Notre Dame? I would. But then I don't want to leave halfway through my first year. But this is, you know, these, these coaches do it. This is what happens. They don't think anything of this. Yes, Todd. Clemson's on the decline. Is that something that Dabo would Notre Dame have an interest in him? Or is Dabo just waiting for the Alabama job to come at some point? Well, Clemson's only had one bad year. No, but it's, it's a pretty big drop from what we're used to in previous years. He wouldn't be at least someone they would look at or talk to him then? No. No. But I wouldn't look at Clemson on the decline. Bad year for them? Absolutely. And he's, he's not Notre Dame. But I'm going to give him, a, you know, a hall pass here. Yes, he. Yeah, Notre Dame was four and eight, like two years ago or something like that. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah, Paul. You only get one of those though. You don't get back-to-back hall pass years. You know, uh, what at LSU, you, you know, guys like Gene Chizik and those guys at Auburn, you get one of those years. All right, uh, we'll talk to uh, Marcus Spears, former NFL player, works for the Mothership, and went to LSU and get his thoughts on these uh, coaching hires. And the mess that is the Seahawks, three and eight. Washington football team. You know, the teams that still have a chance for that seventh seed. I mean, if you don't, it's it's almost like making March Madness, 68 teams. Like, it feels like everybody has a chance. That's the way it is in the NFL. It feels like there's three or four teams that don't have a chance for the seventh seed. The Falcons do. The Washington football team does. I mean, these aren't good teams. Yeah, McLovin. I heard an argument. When do you sit Russell Wilson? Well, at three and eight, the Seahawks are not totally out of it. Because <laughs> they could go on a run and go well, nine and eight if, and get if, in. Okay, if they're not out of it, then the Jets aren't out of it. Well, the NFC particularly yeah. is bad. Well, really? Well, the, the that seven spot. I'll see if the AFC is the same oh, okay. way. Yeah, I, it could be. Hey, maybe the Jets. Are you saying the Jets have hope? Is that what I'm hearing? No, 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 they don't. All right, let me take a break. We'll get to phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, say good morning to Peacock, our streaming service, and the great radio affiliates around the country, including the Fox Sports Radio lineup. Take a break. Back after this. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn, which is amazing. Even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. You can learn more, a lot more, at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans build equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. By the way, college football programs spent over 
uh, half a billion dollars in dead money over the last 10 years. All those coaches, salaries, saying goodbye, a half a billion dollars. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. McLovin, give me the poll question, the results, then we'll get to Marcus Spears. What's the best job out there? Oklahoma, Notre Dame, USC or LSU? USC number one, LSU number two. I'm sorry, Notre Dame number two, then LSU number three. Hmm. Would LSU grad Marcus Spears agree with that? ESPN NFL analyst joining us on the program. Good morning, Marcus. Best college opening in the past week is where? Louisiana State University. <laughs> but first of all, Dan Patrick, let me say this, man. I'm 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 almost I'm almost in kid frame. You're a legend to me, brother. So thank you for having me, man. Like I gotta say that before we get into this interview. I'm geeked up. I just uh text my NFL live crew. I was like, I'm about to go on Dan Patrick's show. Don't nobody text me. I'm not responding <laughs> to anything. I'm about to talk to the legend. What's up, my brother? Oh, and thank you for uh reaching out or trying to reach out to uh say congratulations for the Hall of Fame. I did get that yes, message. Sir. So thank yes, you. That was uh, very nice of you. All right, so let now you gotta remove yourself from LSU. And you got to be an analyst here. The best college opening is USC, Notre Dame, LSU, or Oklahoma. It's LSU, Dan. And and listen, here's the reason, okay? Because I want to be on the West Coast in that beautiful sunshine where you get daylight for a long period of time. You don't have to wake up super early being a guy from the South and on the East Coast. But, But here's the bottom line. Three coaches have won national championships at LSU. So we all know that it's doable. That's number one. Number two is you in the center of where all of these five stars, all of these big time players come from. And in the state of Louisiana, which I don't think gets enough credit for how many really, really good players come out of that state as well. And then too, when you think about Brian Kelly and you think about his move, but more importantly, you think about LSU and where it is. Obviously, people say, well, Nick Saban is at Alabama. Why would you want to go coach there? Two years ago in 2019, Ed Ogeron fielded a good enough team to beat Alabama. It's very few places that you realistically believe that you can do that. And LSU is one of those. So that's why I feel like it's the better job out of them. And for a coach to leave Notre Dame, and go to LSU should tell you what the number one coaching job is in the country. Well, I also think that Brian may have thought, let me be the all-time leader in victories at Notre Dame. I'm, yep. I've done everything I could possibly do, and it's quite a resume there. And he turned 60, and I don't know if this is a midlife crisis, but he's probably had, you gave him an <laughs> offer that he couldn't refuse. And yeah. probably said, hey, I'm going to pull the ripcord, and I'm gone there. And and I understand Lincoln Riley as well going to USC with Oklahoma coming to the SEC. I would want to be in a in a conference where I thought I could stand alone. And Oklahoma did that in the Big Twelve, and I think he's going to do that in the Pac twelve. Yeah, Lincoln Lincoln made a phenomenal choice, and then too. When you start thinking about what he's been able to do from an offensive standpoint, I know it's been said a lot. The quarterback at Alabama is from California. 
The quarterback at Ole Miss is from California. So Lincoln Riley has enough name cachet. He has two former Heisman Trophy winners and two former number one overall draft picks. You don't think he's going to sit in a quarterback house and that's going to be enticing to stay at home in California and have the potential of doing that at USC. And then, two, that program outside of Pete Carroll is looking for, in, in recent history, is looking for the next staple. And I believe Lincoln thinks that he can make that type of impact and potentially become the guy that becomes synonymous with USC football. And so all of those things are, are, are aligned for him. Not, not to mention, look, he was phenomenal at Oklahoma, but Bob Stoops is going to be remembered at Oklahoma. We know Barry Switzer is going to be remembered as the guys at the University of Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley has a chance to go to USC and really carve out a niche of being one of those names, like I said before, DP, as synonymous, not only with the ability to bring that program back to where they once were with Matt Leonard and Reggie Bush and all of those guys, but also be the young coach that can be there for a long time and continue that cycle going out there on the West Coast. I thought it was a tremendous move for him. I would have loved to have, let me say this, I would have loved to have Lincoln Riley at LSU as a fan because of his offensive prowess. And that's something that we saw with Joe Burrow that could take hold in, in, at LSU. But Brian Kelly, man, it may not be sexy. It may not make you throw a parade. But if you really deep dive into the substance of it, man got a 75% winning percentage over his coaching career. That ain't nothing to shake a stick at. And he's going to be afforded better players probably than any ever, any time ever in his career to recruit and have the chance to put out there on the field. Man. Yeah, it's not a bad consolation prize for LSU. You played for Nick Saban at LSU for four years. Yeah. Did you have any idea at the time that coach would go down in history perhaps as the greatest college football coach of all time? Hell no, DP. I didn't know who Nick Saban was. I hadn't watched a Michigan State football game ever in my life. And uh, it really came down to them in Miami. And Miami obviously was the program. My freshman year, they won the national championship. That was with the phenomenal team with Ken Dorsey and Sean Taylor and John DeVille, all of those guys. And I'm sitting there as a freshman at LSU saying, damn, I could have been a national champion my freshman year in college. But I I, I just I, I knew this about Nick Saban through the recruiting process and then through my first year of playing. Because our first year, we had a, a really good – my freshman year had a really good season. Went and played in the Sugar Bowl against Illinois, won I think 10 or 11 games that year. But you could see that – let me say that you could believe – that what he was giving us, what he was teaching us, how he was setting us up, if it didn't lead to winning, if it didn't lead to a national championship, I clearly couldn't figure out what the hell you needed to do in order to win one. Because the level of attention to detail, the coaching staff that he put together, and not to mention, DP, Jimbo Fisher was on that staff. Will Muschamp was on that staff. Kirby Smart was on that staff. Derek Dooley was on that staff. Hmm. Like so, it, uh, Adam Gates was a was a was a um, was a was a uh, what you call the, the guys grad a, assistant, a, a, a grad assistant, a GA on that team. So it was at the time we had wow. no idea that these guys would turn out to be this way, but we knew we had good coaches. 
we knew that every game we played in, we felt prepared and had a chance to win. And eventually it culminated in winning the national championship my junior year. But um, I had we, we, we had no idea that Nick – we didn't know who Nick Saban was. But – and this too, for all of the questions about will Brian Kelly fit in, DP, you and I know it, everybody listening. You win, you fit in. I don't give a damn who you are or where you come from. If you win, you fit into whatever culture needs to be fitted into. He's uh, Marcus Spears, former NFL player, ESPN analyst. Uh, you can see him Monday through Friday at 4 Eastern with NFL Live with Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark, Keyshawn, uh, Mina Kimes, and uh, he's also on Get Up First Take Weekdays on ESPN. Um, I was watching last night with Russell Wilson. You know, yeah. a year ago, they're 12-4, and four, Marcus. And we're letting Russ cook. People are talking about MVP. Now they're 3-8. and eight. How's this going to end? Russ is out of there, DP. You can see it. I even said it this morning, man, when, when I was going to get up. Is when you, like the tone in that press conference after the game said a lot to me, emotionally. It looks like Russ is spent. It looks like Pete Carroll has spent. And listen, it's been a great run, but things run their course. You know, I'm an LSU fan. When Les Miles, when it was time for Les Miles to go, it was time. It didn't mean that he didn't have an amount of success at LSU, but it was time to go. And that's what it looks like to me. It's almost similar to what we see with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Last year, they start running off wins early in the season, and you can start to see it tell off. And now we're coming back to the conclusion that they held on to being probably too long. This team is not really built to facilitate a veteran quarterback going and having an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. So with Russ, you look at Seattle, and yeah, they have some talent. Like Metcalf is talented. Tyler Lockett is talented. Um, the offensive line has their issues, which he addressed. Defensively, brother, they can't stop a damn nosebleed defensively. So when you when you think about Russ, you think about these quarterbacks that's competing for championships. Aaron Rodgers is gonna be right back in the mix. Um, Tom obviously in Tampa, right back in the mix. You look at these situations with these veteran guys, and they gotta get around teams that really has a great setup and great coaching and offensive philosophy. And we've been throwing it out there. And, and the Saints, to me, would be a good location because of the synergy that I believe he would have with Sean Payton, not to throw Jameis to the wolves. He was doing fine, but Russ is an absolute upgrade. But to me, it just felt like a like like finality after losing to the Washington football team. And then from a game breakdown standpoint, DP, how vanilla and generic was that offensive plan? Like, it was – you line up D.K. Metcalf in the same spot. You can't get him targets. We see the deep throws to Tyler Lockett. Uh, everybody gets excited about that. But in what world does a Russell Wilson-led offense not have the ability to put up 24 points in a game to be able to win the football game? But, Marcus, you can't convert you, third down. Would you move on from Pete Carroll if it meant you could keep Russ in Seattle? Yes, if Russ told me that we needed, I need to have a new infusion of offensive philosophy and a different way to approach it, absolutely. Because, listen, I love Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, one of my favorite coaches. But what I was saying earlier, DP, I, he's ran his course in Seattle, man. And, and his philosophy doesn't seem to be taking hold there. And we got to let the Legion of Boom go, brother. We got to let it go. 
uh, it's not there anymore. This team offensively is very g- generic. They don't have the same run game they had with Marshawn and the things. I don't think people realize how good the Seattle Seahawks were <laughs> when they were winning Super Bowls. And we've gotten so accustomed to Russ making up for the things that they lacked and still being able to play at a very high level. This team hasn't really been what you would consider, even last year, you you brought it up 12 and four, but did we really think they were a Super Bowl contender? I don't think at one point I said the Seattle Seahawks are a Super Bowl contender. It was all about letting Russ cook and how good he looked. But ultimately, I think this thing has just ran its course. And if Pete goes and they get the right type of guy, potentially it could keep Russ there. But Russ, his family life, all of those things I think are going to factor into him maybe wanting to change locations. If I gave you a free shot at Keyshawn Johnson, Ryan Clark, or Dan Orlovsky? Dan Orlovsky. And I try to saw him in half, DP. I got to be honest with you. And I love him because he's my brother. But I would try to saw him in half because he has that little stinking arrogance of a quarterback that sometimes comes off that you just want to, like, you just want to make them know that you really aren't an athlete. You had a really good arm and you could throw, but you can't get away. And I would want to saw him in half. I, I, I absolutely would. And I love him. I love him, like him, have stayed at his home. His kids are my nephews and nieces. But if I had a shot on any of them, it'll be Dan. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not there you, with you, Dan Patrick. I, I'm, but Dan I'm, What if I threw Greeny in there? You want to take a pop at Mike Greenberg? Yeah, yeah, I want to see how long he'd be in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, it's great to catch up with you. We hope to have you back, and thank you again for all the kind words, Marcus. My man, thank you, man. Appreciate it. It was fun, and have me back. Because if not, I'm going to talk about your bad on that's some okay. platform. That's okay. Okay. That's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be alone in doing that. Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. All right, my brother. That's Thank uh, you. Marcus Spears, ESPN NFL analyst. And uh, you can see him on NFL Live Monday through Friday at 4 Eastern with uh, the host, Laura Rutledge. He's also on uh, Get Up with Mike Greenberg. All right. Uh, good energy there. Good energy. Uh, Jake in Phoenix has been holding for a while and got a pressing question. Uh, Jake joining us. Uh, yes, Jake, what's on your mind? Hey, DP, how's it going? Good, sir. Hey, I was thinking about these recent changes by coaches, and I was wondering about potential implications about the programs that they're going to, seeing how they just up and abandon the schools. If you're a future prospect or even the parents of these prospects, wouldn't it make you think twice about going and joining those coaches and maybe think maybe I should look at other programs, seeing that they just left and could possibly happen again in one or two or three years. But I think every program is the same now, Jake. I mean, you have a couple that, you know, Nick Saban has been there in Alabama, but uh, Kirk Ferentz at Iowa. I mean, it's rare when a coach stays. It's weird. You have to move to climb the ladder. But then a university wants a coach who has stability, sort of, and then you bring him in. Part of the reason why LSU wanted Brian Kelly is he provided stability. USC wanting Lincoln Riley. He provided stability. But that stability is fragile. It's fleeting. And it feels like everybody has an expiration date when it comes to a head coaching job. And what you have with Brian Kelly, I thought he was going to be a lifer. He's not. No. 
and you shouldn't be surprised if Kirk Ferentz had his opportunities to leave Iowa. He's a lifer. Nick Saban, this will be his last job, at least I would think his last job. I know he flirted with Texas. I know they offered him the job. Uh, probably use that just for leverage at Alabama. But I don't think you look at a college program, unless it's Division Three, where you see a coach who's going to stay 10, 15, 20, 25 years. Just not going to happen. Yeah, see, this is probably the best time to commit to USC or LSU. You know, those dudes aren't <laughs> leaving next year or the year after, and probably not after year three. So you can guarantee yourself. But I also think you have to know now what the landscape is. If you're parents of a big-time prospect, five-star recruit, you sort of know. Like Spencer Rattler, he was as highly recruited as any quarterback. He was at... He was publicized as much as any quarterback that I've seen in the last five years. I knew all about Spencer Rattler when he was in high school. Okay, he gets to Oklahoma. Everybody's trying to make him a Heisman candidate. All of a sudden, he struggles. Next thing you know, he's lost his job. Next thing you know, he's transferring. This is what happens. Justin Fields transferred. Baker Mayfield. Kyler Murray. Jalen Hurts. It, 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 they're all interchangeable parts. You know, the transfer portal, it gives the player, the kid, an opportunity to, hey, it didn't work out for whatever reason, and I'm not bound by this scholarship to stay here. And I think it's, it's only fair. Because if you're a Cincinnati, imagine you're a Cincinnati recruit, and I don't know if Luke Fickle will leave. I hope he stays at Cincinnati. Let's say he leaves. Let's say you just agreed to go there because of Luke Fickle. And then what happens? Or you were going to Notre Dame. Imagine you're the recruit last night as one of the assistants was in your room, in your living room. And that coach leaves. You're like, I'm all in on Notre Dame. That coach walks outside and sees that your coach has just left for LSU. So then what's the recruit do? Now, you hadn't signed anything, but... Now you got to start the process again. Unless you go, hey, coach, I'm following you. Players from Oklahoma are going to follow Lincoln Riley. How many players at Notre Dame, committed to Notre Dame, are going to go to LSU? Yes, Eden. Well, that's the thing. Like When you think about the fallout for all of the recruits, there's a bunch of kids who, say, just started their freshman year, red-shirted their freshman year at some of these schools, that yeah. now the guy who recruited them, he just split. So now you're just kind of... Out the transfer portal doesn't always go your way, you know. You're going to end up a you know a practice squad player at some place. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, I'm looking at the list of number one overall picks. Three of the last four were transfers. You know, yeah. Baker, Kyler, Joe Burrow, and Trevor Lawrence is more of an exception now, right? Yes. Yeah. He kind of like wow, you stayed for uh, three years there. Yeah. But it it's you have to give something to the these kids that they have to have a little bit of power. And, you know, name, image, and likeness gave them a little bit of power. The transfer portal gave them a little bit of power. You you had these older coaches who were dinosaurs going, oh, you know, the transfer portal's terrible. Why? It's terrible for you, not for the kids. You know why? Because they're control freaks. I can't control the transfer portal. Okay. So? Makes it a little bit tougher, but at least it gives you an option. If you go to a school and that coach all of a sudden says, see ya, you should at least have some kind of recourse. All right, take a break. Back after this.
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts all right everybody game off let's pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, 
both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. We will hear from Tiger Woods coming up top of the hour. Phone lines are open. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Go to danpatrick.com. All of your holiday shopping. We've got everything for you. Everything. We got limericks from Todd, greeting cards. We got a calendar. We have hoodies. We got t-shirts. T-shirts on sale. Uh, We got a a holiday bundle there, limited edition as well. Some great things there. Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs host the Denver Broncos AFC West Showdown at Sunday night, 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Paulie has an NFL draft stat of the day. More for you. You you deliver him. I can't hit the post. Okay. Of the first nine picks in the NFL draft, the Jets have two, numbers four and five. The Giants have two, numbers six and seven. Philadelphia has two, numbers eight and nine. That's if the draft were held today. That's your stat of the day. Paulie, you want to fill in uh, the other draft picks there? If the draft were today, Dan, it's not. Were today. Uh, Detroit Lions, Houston Texans, Jacksonville, Jets, Jets, Giants, Giants, Philly, Philly, then Carolina, Atlanta. Wow. And Philly also has the 14th pick of the draft. Yes, McLovin. Never going to happen because the teams don't tank if they don't have their own pick. And watch, Miami's going to win out. The Bears are going to win out. Those picks are going to fall hard. Well, I think the Dolphins can win out. I don't think the Bears can win out. But they won't. They'll play their starters those last two weeks. And They've been playing their starters. It doesn't matter. They haven't. They've been playing their second-string quarterback all season. Uh, what, Andy Dalton? No, they've been playing fields when they oh, could play the veteran. Yeah, clear, clearly the starter That being there. said, they're in that playoff graphic last playoff. night. I'm like, the Chicago Bears, are they're one game out. Paulie also has a whose stats would you want? You ready with the theme music for whose stats? Whose stats? <laughs> whose stats would you want? Tell me, tell me, tell me whose stats? Who stats would you want? Take it in. Quarterback one is a 62% passer on this season. He's got 11 touchdowns, six picks, 24 yards, and his quarterback 2, rating... 2,400 yards. 2,400 yards. Yeah, that'd be bad. And his quarterback rating is 90. Okay. Quarterback one, his quarterback rating is 90. Quarterback one. Quarterback two is a 67% passer, a little better. 16 touchdowns, 10 picks, 2,600 yards. His quarterback rating is around 92. All right, I'm going to say that quarterback one is... Is Russell Wilson Jr. the third? No. Quarterback one is Taylor or Tyler Heineke, depending on what you prefer, Hmm. of the Washington football team. So a solid NFL quarterback. Okay. Decent stats. Okay. QB two. 16 touchdowns, 10 picks. 2,600 yards. Russell Wilson Jr. the third. Baker Mayfield. 
Oh. So basically identical stats of mm. Taylor Heineke. Who would you rather? Well, if you give me, you factor in the price tag, I would take Taylor Heineke right now at that price tag. No offense. Yeah. Yeah, McLovin. That's tough. I mean, I think NFL teams might say neither, right, next year? Or both? Uh, I would think that Washington would find a, um, at least the attempt to find a franchise quarterback. I think you can move on from Taylor Heineke. I know that he's well-liked in the locker room, but do you keep him as your backup? What's he going to cost you as a backup? If you move on from, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick and maybe, and, and Taylor Heineke is like 29 or 30. Um, but I don't know if you can find your franchise quarterback here. I mean, everybody's looking for a franchise quarterback. And then with Cleveland, I just I got to see another year with Baker. And I know he's playing hurt, but I'm I'm just I can't be shelling out money for a quarterback that I don't think I can win with consistently based off of his talents. Do I think he can run an offense? Yes. Do I think, you know, that he's tough and not afraid? Yes, all of those things. He's got some great attributes. I just don't know if he's the quarterback who's going to beat you. He's the quarterback with two minutes to go, and you can count on him. And I can't be spending $45 million on that. Maybe Cleveland does, you know. But it feels like the more he plays, the more he lessens his value. But he's trying to play, and he's hurt. It's going to be openings. I don't know if we're going to have quality quarterbacks to fill everything. Pittsburgh will have an opening. You know, Carolina's going to have an opening. Washington will have an opening. Maybe Philly. Although, if I'm Philly, I stay with Jalen Hurts. Unless you could get Russell Wilson for a couple of those draft picks. We'll hear from Tiger Woods coming up. One more item. We close out hour two. When's the last time you seriously considered your dream? I mean, come on. Used to think about it all the time. What happened? I say it's time for you and your dream to get back together and think about it. How about you live in a van? Van life. Totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Tour around the world. And you know how many national parks there are? 423, I believe. You could build a mountain cabin with your dad, start your own business, whatever you want to. Every Sprinter is an expertly engineered black canvas. It can be customized, whatever you want. And it's Mercedes, so you know it's quality. They have innovative safety features like crosswind assist. They have blind spot assist, the active brake assist, amazing performance and reliability with the MBUX voice command system, five-star dealer network, available gas engine, runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to Mercedes-Benz, their van dealership, and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.